because nobody really has your best interest at heart. I'm going to be so honest. Nobody has your best interest. And of course people do. A person can be like, oh my God, like I support you, whatever. But subconsciously they're like, oh, I actually kind of hope they fail because I want to be more successful than them before that. listening to my podcast, Not at the Party with Brock Vallesini. Oh my God. It has been such a long time to get to this point to finally launch this fucking podcast. Leave a review. I really would love if you leave a review. It helps out so much. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Not at the Party Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Brock Vallesini. You can also follow me on TikTok at Brock Vallesini. Funny story, getting into this podcast, it's actually been I don't want to, like I said, it was a pain in the ass, but it's, it's just been every single, every single damn time I've tried to start this podcast, there isn't, life has just thrown me some sort of curveball my way and I've put it aside and I kept like teasing it on my Instagram story being like, my podcast was coming soon. And then like the next breath I'd be like, oh, actually that podcast idea, we're canceling that because the universe is implying that that shouldn't happen. And then this happens and then you know, just the most detrimental life issues will happen. And then I'm just like, fuck this. I'm going to have to put the podcast back by two months. And then now it's, it's been like a year and a half since I first said I was starting a podcast. And the podcast I had originally tried to start was a complete different name, complete different concept. It had like a couple of friends involved, but then I just, uh, we've scrapped all of that. And now it's just me. But I'm so glad I am at this point and in this position right now because funny thing, actually, let's get in, let's get into this, right? I was not planning to launch the podcast this month, July. Uh, last week, I am impulsively deciding to announce it this week because I realized that I just kind of need to bite the bullet and jump straight into it. Because if I don't, I'm just going to keep on putting it back and I literally like last week had just thought to myself, oh, let's just push it back to like September and then we'll do it from there because I'll be finished with school completely. Like I'll just be starting like HSCs and stuff like that, but it'll be fine because I'll have more time to like sort it out, whatever. But I was like, no, fuck that. We're just going to do it because I'm making too many excuses for myself and I'm pushing everything aside and I'm just making every excuse to not do it. But aside from that, I... I'm never going to shut the fuck up about how obsessed I am with the podcast visuals. The cover, for example, that I went through so many different mock-ups and examples of that mock examples, demo, sorry. And every single one I made, I liked them, but they kind of just felt like I was making them to make it to have a podcast cover. And it was actually funny because I had made a demo concept from like a photo shoot that I seen somewhere else. I can't remember where I seen it, but it was this photo shoot of this model in kind of like laying back, really chilled, holding a camera up. And then I kind of just took inspiration from that and made a demo with that photo of the exact podcast cover I have now with someone else in it. And then I put my version into it and I was like, holy fucking cheese balls. Like who, who let me, who let me eat this hard? You know what I mean? Who let me serve, eat, spit it out, then eat it back up again? Because that's exactly what I did with that cover. I am Brock Fallacini. If you don't already know who I am, if you don't know who I am, that's kind of, I feel bad for you because like, 
you know, the people that do know who I am, just they just understand, you know. They they understand why it's such a great thing to know who I am. <laughs> you may have seen some of my TikToks at some point on your For You page. If you're Australian, you probably have. I'm, I, that's actually a really bold assumption of me to make. I have 2.3 million likes, which is a lot compared to my follower count. But we don't, we're just going to ignore all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like you might've seen me on your For You page once or twice last year. And then I just kind of decided like, oh, I'm over this shit. Can't be bothered to post anymore. And now I'm here. I'm making a podcast because I've been wanting to do this for so long because I used to make YouTube videos. Well, I still do make YouTube videos, but YouTube is very much, you have to be successful on YouTube now to continue to be successful, if that makes sense. There's, you don't really see a lot of new creators popping up on YouTube. It's usually a TikTok creator who would then be like, go subscribe to my YouTube channel. And then that's what everyone will do. And that's how they develop their YouTube audience. Whereas back in the day, it used to be like, just post a YouTube video and then you'd post that YouTube video. And then if it went viral, you got famous. It's not the case anymore. So I kind of, I don't, I'm not going to say I grew out of it. I, I love making YouTube videos. It's so much fun. The editing, the planning, filming. It's more just that I kind of am not bothered because as, as I said, it, it is fun, but it's fun until all the other technical stuff gets involved. And it's just, it's really just not worth the time spent messing around. Like I much personally would rather be sitting here making this podcast, being fully authentic and honest rather than sitting in front of a camera and then having to edit all that later into like bits and pieces and then watch that video on back and be like, oh, this is funny. But like, where's the part where I got to talk about myself? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That sounds so fucking narcissistic. Where's the part where I got to talk about myself? No, but I feel like that's what podcasts are good for because you kind of get to like find a creator and then they get to talk about everything in their life. And then you listen what's going on and their experiences, stories, all that stuff, which is so fun. So, so fun. One thing I did want to talk about before we get into anything is Sabrina Carpenter's new album. And I know like five of my friends who are going to be listening to this have just rolled their eyes and be like, oh, shut the fuck up, Brock. We don't care because they hear about it all the time. But Sabrina Carpenter just dropped a new album. It's called Emails I Can't Send. And I just wanted to share my thoughts on it. Okay. So I know there's like this stigma around Sabrina Carpenter with like, oh, like I don't like her music. Like she's, she's pretty, but I don't like her music. Shut the, shut up, shut up. Listen to emails I can't send. Hopefully it'll change your mind. There's so many, it's such a raw and like honest album. I don't, it just, it's, there's so much maturity in it. And also a little bit of tea. If you listen to the song, because I like the boy, she says, I'm a homewrecker. I'm a slut. I got death threats for some my trucks. I personally thought that was hilarious. If you ask me, but there's a lot of, uh, there's a little bit of controversy stirring up on TikTok right now. Literally could not care less because I think we're so past all that stupid drama with like all the parties involved and whatever. Uh, and I think Sabrina, I think Sabrina is just like sharing her side of it and rightfully so. Cause she never really spoke about it. What I was going to say is, is my favorites of that album. If you do manage to listen to it are decode tornado warnings already over because I like the boy and bet you wanna. Is that right? Yes. And also the title track emails I can't send, but I feel like that's just kind of a given because I feel like, Anybody that listens to that song is going to relate to it somehow or are going to at least like listen to it and be like, oh, that's a good song right there. That is a good song. You know what I mean? 
than that, the past few weeks of my life have been uh, pretty terrible. I'm not going to lie. Actually, the past three months, I've had a fucking shit three months. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I think I'm a pretty optimistic person in saying that like most of the time, if I have a shit month or a shit day or a shit week, I can like move on. The next day I'll be like, don't let that one little thing ruin the month. Don't let these few little things ruin everything for you and like take away from that from you, if that makes sense. I'm kind of just talking shit out of my ass right now, but if you understand what I'm saying, you understand what I'm saying. But the past three months uh, were horrible. Was it the past? I think it's the past three, four months ish. And of course there's been like a lot of good things that have happened. Like, uh, you know, I got in, I went to this stranger things event, which was epic. It was run by Netflix at Luna park, the big, big top. It was an exclusive event where they had Sadie Sink there, Gated Matarazzo, Priya Ferguson. And it was probably one of the most fun nights I've had this entire year. And just in general, it was so much fun. Like, I absolutely love that night. It's probably one of my top five favorite things I've ever gone to or, like, done. That was so much fun. I had, like, I just couldn't believe that I even went there. I met so many, I well, I, I met so many other influencers there, like Georgia Productions, Dibs Baby was there, who's like a, he's not overly popular, but he's just someone I've seen on TikTok. Mitchell Coombs was there. Lily Grace was there. There was Angelo Mus. I can't say his last name. I actually don't know what his last name is. That's a lie. Um, anyway, uh, there was also, who, who was the other person I seen there? I did see someone. I can't remember the name anyway, but that was so much fun. And then I also went to Kid Leroy's concert and these are all things that are like, you can't rely on these things to be like, make you happier. Cause they're like material things. I feel like you need to find the good things within yourself and like the happiness within yourself to enjoy, to, to like make yourself happy. But these are things that are like, I've had fun and these are good things that have been happening for me. Kid Leroy concert was so much fun. Went with all my friends. It's the first concert we've all been to. We were in the mosh pit. It was pretty insane. Like I was kind of very anxious during that concert because that mosh pit was very intense. If you were there, you would understand like there was people just pushing back and forth. Like it was throwing shit. Oh, it was, it wasn't horrible. It was pretty, pretty fun, but there was just little bits here and there. Actually, one funny thing was my, uh, one of my best friends, Jaira, she, <laughs> she accidentally elbowed this girl. No, no. This girl had elbowed her and she got so aggressive and she like full, like pushed this girl and then her drink went all over her or something. Or no, that was, I actually just lied to you. I'm so sorry. I keep lying. Why do I keep lying? Jaira spilt her drink on this girl purposely because she kept pushing Jaira and Jaira obviously couldn't hold up her drink properly. And it was so funny because this girl and then Jara like scooted away from her and this girl was like losing her shit. It was like, was that your friend over there that just like spit a drink on me? And I was like, uh, uh, who that one? I don't know who that is. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my God. And oh, shit. Last week, Sabrina Carpenter. Sorry. I know you're going to hate me for talking about Sabrina Carpenter. If you're going to listen to this podcast, you just got to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? She reposted me on her story last week with me and my two best friends, um, we had made a TikTok to one of her new songs at Kmart, uh, which is funny because the last song she released, we also 
made a TikTok in Kmart, but this one she reposted and we will, uh, as you could imagine, I was losing my shit. I was like, oh my God. It wasn't even until someone told me on Twitter, they had messaged me being like, Brock, you're on her story. And I was like, what? What? I'm on, uh, me? Like, I, I'm on Sabrina Carpenter's story? Ain't no way. I don't believe you. I don't believe And then uh, two weeks ago, right before she did announce that album, she followed me on Twitter out of nowhere. Like, I, I haven't really been desperate for her to follow me. I kind of just know that, like, she'll follow me one day, I just assumed. But out of nowhere, I woke up in the morning and I checked my Twitter and I was like, Sabrina Carpenter followed you. Sorry? Me? Me. Oh my God. And then in February, if you go to the Fast Times um, music video premiere on her YouTube channel, I'm in that video. Uh, I had sent a video to her private Instagram account, which I cannot say what it's called because last time it got leaked, uh, there was a lot of controversy around it. I had sent a video and then she put that in the video. Anyway, these are just all good things. And that's what, that's basically what I'm saying. And then I've just spent a lot of time with friends and family the past few months. I've just, I've never really gone out with my friends the past few years. I just kind of stuck with myself. But then this year I've kind of realized how much fun it is hanging out with my friends. And it was nothing personal to them. It's just that I was a very socially anxious teenager. I am still am a teenager, but I was just very socially anxious. And like, it's not that I didn't want to go out. It's just, when we did go out, I just felt really awkward where like in certain places or like places we'd go or people would be around. It's not their fault. It was just, I just felt more comfortable staying home. You know what I'm saying? Also went to the Tate McRae concert last week. Holy shit. Can that girl put on a show? The choreography she did, the vocals, the, the stage design, the visuals, the lighting, everything was just so good. My only complaint is that the show was too short. Like she could have done at least an hour and a half show. She has that many songs. Cause when I got to the end, I was kind of like, we want more. Like you have 50 other songs. You can perform 20 more. Uh, not to mention that somebody had passed out and she stopped the show for about seven minutes ish. Uh, and during that time she was meant to perform, I think two or three songs. So they got cut out completely. So we did lose some time off the show. I'm not mad. It was so much fun. But the only thing that was really scary was at the Animal Theatre, it is the worst place to go and watch a concert at. When we're pulling into the street, I didn't realize that everybody waits outside. I thought I've never been there before, so I didn't realize. And I seen like the lines for the over 18 going all the way down Animal Road. And then for the under 18s, it was like all the way down to Newtown train station. And I was like, oh my God, Lord help me. But as we're driving into the street, there was this I don't want to assume, look, this guy was just off his face, completely not on this planet. Like he was sitting on the footpath in the middle of the footpath, legs crossed, sitting there like he was going off, like he was yelling at someone, but there was no one there to be yelling at. And I was like, um, what? I'm scared. Take me home. And he he just kept going. Like he was yelling at all the cars going past and like was yelling to some random person being like, and I was like, oh, I actually wish I added the refund option when I bought those tickets for Ticket Deck. Aside from all of that, as I said, there's been so many good things that have happened the past few months. And I really, I don't 
like to complain about the small, small things, big things or small things that are negative because I'm very optimistic. I usually work past all that shit. I just kind of get over it. You know what I mean? I, another day, the world spins another fucking hour. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's put it this way. Lost my job, crashed my car, and I have no money in my bank account. And these are all, I don't want to say detrimental, but these are things that are like, for my age being 17, are kind of a little bit dramatic because first of all, I lost my job. I don't want to say lost my job. That sounds really dramatic. Fuck. I'd gaslighting myself right now. I'd say more just like, I don't have a job now. Currently I was working in social media marketing because I just find that really fun. You know, I love creating stuff. I love creating my own social media stuff. So working as social media assistant manager, whatever, whatever you want to call it, marketer, I don't know. It was super fun because I got to create things, come up with things. Um, and I also was doing like for the business I was working for, I was like creating their online store, their website, sending out emails, all that stuff. As I, I've been doing, I've been doing that for two years, by the way. As I've kind of gone along, I was paid weekly for the social media stuff because originally we had planned to just pay, like be paid by however many social media posts went up or whatever. So it was just a set amount. If I posted the amount, I got paid basically. Well, I got paid either way, but it was just that for what I was doing, I just had to post so many days and then this, 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 and that would be my pay for the week, right? But then on top of that, as I said, I was doing the website, the emails, a lot of the actual business admin stuff. And I don't want to like spill too much. Like I don't want anyone to listen to this and get mad at me for like talking about this. I was getting paid like a decent amount, especially for like when I was in 2020, for example, how old was I then? 15, 16, I think 16, 15. I was 15. I was, it was a great amount to be paid for then. As I went on, I kind of needed more money, basically. And I'm not just being like, oh, I need more money and they didn't give it to me. It's that I was doing more stuff than I was being paid for. And they, I don't know if they realize this or not. On top of posting all the social media stuff, if I'm sending out emails and doing your website and all that, I'm kind of expecting to be paid for that. But I wasn't. Some of it I was. And then as when time went on, I just kind of started using the weekly pay to cover the emails and the website and all that stuff. So instead of posting every single day on social media, it would be like a couple of days in the week and then send out an email or two to all the clients. And then after that, do some stuff for the website or online store orders and stuff like that. So it would kind of fit into that pay, but then they just took it as he's not doing work. He's not doing anything. We can't pay him, which is totally fine. If you want to think that like go ahead, but yeah, it just didn't end well. And then that went on to me. (laughs) I just told, I tolerated, I tolerated just, I tolerated too much for, for too long. Like, I have a bad habit of not speaking up for myself and defending myself. And that's what I did the whole time. Like I just was avoiding communication completely. And so was the other party. 
<laughs> at the party, not at the party. <laughs> I'm so funny. <laughs> you can actually click off this podcast. It's okay. I'm not going to be mad. I do need the streams because yeah, I did don't have a job. Uh, it's not that I, I don't hate myself. I just, I, I look at situations too analytically and I'm like, okay, but if I say this thing to that person, or if I do this thing to that person, then they're going to think this of me. And then it's just going to be like a mess. And I don't want to deal with that. It's just easier for me to just shut my mouth. Sometimes this is what this podcast is all about. It's about me realizing that I cannot shut my mouth. I need to defend myself, be there for myself and just be the absolute king that I am. And then of course the beloved car accident. I don't want to say car accident. It wasn't a car accident. It was just a little hit. I was driving my car and I told the person I was driving the car that I didn't want to take them home that day. And it was just a really awkward situation. Uh, the person that in this involved may be listening. Love you lots. Although a couple of weeks before we had had a couple of you know, dramas within our friend group. It was nothing too personal. It was just a little bit of like everything was up in the air and then whatever. And it happened to be one day I was at school with this person and we had finished early. Uh, one of our classes basically wasn't happening. They asked if I, they asked, asked, asked if I could take them home. And I had had this gut feeling. I was like, I don't really want to take you home. Like I don't have a job. I can barely pay for my fuel to begin with. And I just, I just kind of want to go straight home. They had kept nagging me and being like, can you please take me home? Can you please? And I was like, oh, whatever. And then I ended up giving in and I was like, oh, sure. As I was driving the person home, I was going through an intersection where there was two stop signs, one on my side and one on the other side. I'm a pretty safe driver. I did check both ways. Happened to be that on the left side, there was two cars blocking my view. I, be, I personally believe the other person was speeding and I think it was kind of just happened. It wasn't either person's fault, although I am technically the one at fault because I was at a stop sign. As I went into the intersection, I did not see that car coming from the left because they were f like, f must've been far down for me to not have seen them past the two cars that were sitting there. And then as I was going into the intersection, their car came flying and the front left bumper of my car kind of like scraped the back of their car. It was nothing like incredibly bad. It's just, you know, going through insurance and stuff, you got to pay excess and then it's, oh, it's this big pain in the ass and I don't want to deal with it. So <laughs> yeah, it's nothing that deep. It's just that I have a really bad habit of giving into people tolerating people. And I kind of, I I'm too nice. I think personally people, I think most of my friends would be like, you're such a C word. And I don't disagree. I, I'm not, I don't think I'm a C word actually. I think I'm just honest and real with people as I should be in saying that I am very, <laughs> very nice to people. And I look at everything from like both sides and I'm too considerate of everybody else, but myself. I knew for a fact that I shouldn't have taking my friend home because I was like, I can't do this right now. But I had felt bad because they didn't have their car that day. And I was like, all right, well, I'll take you. No stress, whatever. And then that happened. And that was me giving in. This 
this is a segment we're going to do every episode. It's I'm going to have like a question or like a thought I have where I'm going to write it down and I'm going to like talk about it. All right. So for today's, for today's thought, it is, have you, well, it's actually a question. Have you ever knowingly let somebody sabotage you? And the reason I chose this question is because, and as I said, I don't want to cause any beef with anyone that's listening to this because like that may be involved with some of the stuff the past few months, but by tolerating other people and giving in to other people and, you know, not listening to myself and being considerate of myself, putting myself entirely first, I've come to this stage where I like let other people sabotage me, if that makes sense. And I don't know if you do it where, you know, you know what's good for you and you know what you should do and what's right and what's going to help you. Ultimately, you end up in a situation where you don't you don't think about yourself. You kind of put yourself aside for someone else. And it's actually, this could be good for like relationships too. I think this is good advice. You know, you will be like, I know it's good for me, but I'm too considerate of you. So I'm going to give in to you. Does this make sense? I'm going to like put myself aside for you. And then you end up realizing, fuck, why did I do that? You know, I'm better than that. I deserve more. I deserve the world. And am I getting that in return? Probably not. But I know that I'm just too considerate of them. That's the only way I can really explain this to you. Kind of just this process of letting other people get in your own path of what you need to do, your own success, all that kind of stuff. And this comes back to what I was saying before about the whole podcast thing, how I was planning to do the podcast. I had put everything aside to kind of adjust to everyone else because let's, I'm going to be completely honest. The stuff that was happening that I was saying, like life just kept on curveballs. It'd be one thing after another, you know, I'd be like, Oh, I'm going to start the, I'm going to start the podcast in March, 2021. And then I'd get to March, 2021 and I'd have absolutely no money in my bank account to be able to buy the podcast equipment all this year. I was like, Oh, I'm going to start it in January or February start the year off right. But then I had to save for my rego, for my car. And it was just one thing after another, but it was kind of me letting everything else, everyone else get in the path of my success of what I knew I needed to do, but I didn't do. Because I'm just stupid like that. No, I'm not stupid. I'm so smart. And that literally came down to me, not me tolerating that I wasn't being paid accordingly, according accordingly, being paid accordingly. But then even then I was relying too much on external opinions rather than what my own opinion was and my own feedback on everything was. I was like sending all my ideas to like friends, friends that are like creators and stuff like that. Or I'd share something on my story and be like, what do you think guys? And I'd give in too much to what everyone else thought. I'd love say, for example, like a podcast cover art that I came up with. I would have... Can this motherfucker next door stop fucking scraping rocks? Why Why are we doing that? Like, I'm making a podcast here. I'm not giving in to you, you understand? Like, fuck off. Let everyone else fuck me around. Not letting you fuck me around. Well, if you do hear scraping in the background, you know it's just my fucking dumb neighbor. Anyway. Sending, you know, I'd make a podcast cover. I'd be like, far out. I love that so much. 
And then I'd send it to a friend and they'd be like, oh, what the hell is that? And then I was like, oh, I actually liked it. You don't like it? And they're like, oh, it's nice. But like, you could do better. And I was like, oh, (laughs) all right. So then it was me being like, oh, I actually need to impress other people. Even if I like it, as long as everyone else likes it, that's all that matters. And then this current cover I had sent to, mind you, I had known that I wasn't going to listen to anyone else's perception, not perception, anyone else's thoughts or feedback about the cover that I have now because I love it, but I had sent it to two people, no hate to them. I sent it to them and they were both kind of like, oh, you know, like it's all right. And I was like, I love it. And they were like, actually, you know what? Now that I look at it, it actually is really nice. And I was like, I appreciate the feedback so much. Like it is nice to hear honesty sometimes, but it was also me knowing that I was just listening to myself. I just wanted to see what other people thought, which is totally fine in my opinion. I think feedback's great and constructive criticism is great. You can always, there's always room for improvement. Although I knew that that was the one and that's, I'm actually really glad I did that because I could have easily sent that to someone and then walked away and been like, I hate it. It's ugly. Don't want it. Don't want it. Want a whole new one. Let's get into the main thing I want to talk about in this episode, which is the fear of confrontation. This is really big for me because I am, I used to think I was good at confrontation because I was honest. I could be straight up with someone, not lie to their face. I could just tell them, I don't like you. Go away. Like, fuck off. Don't talk to me. As I've kind of gotten older, I've realized that fearing confrontation is more not wanting to confront somebody about something because you are tolerating them too much or you are giving in. I I actually don't know how to explain this right because I think confrontation is, confrontation usually leads to conflict and I don't like conflict. That's usually why I give in to just tolerating someone, but it also comes down to being afraid of their judgment because if I did confront someone about something and, you know, I have like different thoughts, opinions, beliefs, or like a take on a situation, I kind of get scared where I'm like, oh, I just said that. I shouldn't have said that. That's like their their perception of me is going to change. And this kind of came, another example I can use for this is with YouTube, you know, making YouTube videos and having my own personal dreams and goals and stuff like that, like wanting to obviously get a little bit famous because who doesn't want to be famous? Honestly, let's be real. Talking about that openly and confronting people about that, especially when people come up to me like school or adults actually mainly. And they're like, oh, how's your YouTube channel? I'm like, oh, (laughs) what do you mean? YouTube channel? I don't have a fucking YouTube channel. What are you talking about? Like, that's a different person. You got it mixed up. It's not that I don't want to talk about it or I'm embarrassed. It's just, well, it kind of does come down to embarrassment. It's just that the confrontation of it is a little bit awkward because I'm like, if I say this to you openly and honestly, is your perception of me going to change? Are you going to be like, oh, he's a bit of, you know, it's got some wild dreams there. Probably not going to happen. And I'd prefer to just not think about what somebody else's perception of me could be. You know what I mean? It makes me feel like I need to change myself to feel like the person isn't perceiving me like that. Because if I said to someone, oh yeah, I make YouTube videos, it's like instantly the assumption, oh he he thinks he's going to be some big YouTuber. And I'm like, well, yeah, I do. But there's a stigma around that of like, 
oh, everyone wants to be a YouTuber and then everyone tries to do it. And it's kind of a little bit, you know, tacky cliche. And then when someone has that perception of me of like, oh, like he's got big dreams, you know what I'm saying? Like not going to happen. Even talking about this stuff with friends is a little bit scary for me sometimes because their judgment gets a little bit scary. It makes me feel like I need to change my self to please the other person. And this comes back to confrontation because if somebody confronts me about something and, you know, the work thing, for example, like if I were to confront them about that and then I said, well, I feel this way about this, their opinion is different. They're going to be like, oh, this kid's just like money hungry. This kid's just trying to rip us for money. He's trying to, you know, you're not trying to work hard. You're just trying to take all our money. You know what I'm saying? And then I I just feel bad because then there's this perception of me that's like, maybe I am like that. Maybe that is what this is about. And then I kind of am going to change myself and tolerate myself, not tolerate myself, tolerate the other person just literally out of the fucking fear that I am going to be judged by them and perceived by them in a certain way. I'm hoping this is making sense to you. I think this is a good thing that everybody needs to hear because me speaking about this is really is really like progressive for me personally because it's been something that has affected me for years now. This has been one of my biggest issues with everything I've done. I'll make a TikTok and then I'll post that TikTok. And then if I go to school the next day and someone's like, oh, I seen your TikTok about this, this, and this. And I'm like, oh, did you? Why did you watch that? You weren't supposed to watch that. And I've tried, the one thing I've tried to always do is not block people on social media because I think I should not have to change myself for anyone else. But in saying that, if somebody else does see it and they say that to me, I'm like, oh shit. But we don't know each other that well. And the perception I thought you had of me is like this. And then you're going onto my TikTok and you're saying this perception of myself. And then you're confronting me about that. And then I feel a little bit judged by that. I feel like you're my, maybe just making fun of me. And then I just kind of, uh, it's just a, it's, it's a fucked up cycle. If you get what I'm saying. And then we get into the part of fear of confrontation, which is the emotion and sympathy part, which is me feeling me letting emotion and my sympathy get the better of myself. So instead of saying something, I'll be like, oh, but this person's, you know, going through this right now. And I'll feel too bad to say something. And that comes back to me being maybe too nice. Nice in a way that I am considerate of other people. And that just that just ends up in not being able to stick up for yourself, which is horrible. Like that is a horrible thing to fucking learn and teach yourself. Because you're gonna go on life just copying people's shit. This is going to be a main, main, one of the main ideas behind this entire podcast. What I'm saying right now is very much foreshadowing what's to come because everything comes off this kind of idea in this episode, which is kind of interesting, which I'm really excited about. This podcast does have a kind of a storyline to it, which you'll kind of realize as, it, as you listen through the season. It's pretty cool uh, the way I've laid it out. Each episode, I kind of have a rough idea and the first few episodes and like the episodes throughout the season all foreshadow into like the following few episodes, which is a really cool concept I had. And you'll see it as it goes through the season. Actually, I don't know how that even, how did that even link to what I was just saying? I literally just started doing like a fucking promo mid, (laughs) mid fucking sentence. Oh my God. That's like the inner YouTuber in me. 
being like, oh, hey guys, welcome back to my video. Oh, actually, go check out my TikTok. You can follow me now on TikTok. Like that's the shit I used to do. <laughs> you need to realize that you need to confront people and I'm still learning to do it. So I'm not really one person, like the person to speak here. You and I both, we need to be able to confront people without the fear of judgment, without the fear of, you know, or just letting sympathy overcome you and being too considerate of other people. Because fuck everyone, honestly, let's be real. You are the only person that really, really matters. If you want to do something with your life, fucking do it. Like I cannot recommend it enough. That's what this whole episode's about. Me just saying, fuck it. I'm doing this podcast. I'm fuck everyone. I'm doing what I want from now on. And yeah, <laughs> it's also, you, you, you will, you would tolerate other people because you want them to be at peace. You could be fighting with yourself about something every single day, like laying in bed, just like arguing with yourself in your mind back and forth being like, I need to do this. I need to do this. But then at the end of it, you're going to be like, I feel bad if I say this or do this to this person because I feel like they deserve peace. I feel like they don't need this in their life and I don't need this in their life, but then that's affecting me. And that's just, not a good mindset to have, which I've had for so long. And I've only brought myself down from that. And I'm not going to say I'm disappointed with myself for that because I think it was all very much rightfully so in how I felt in the moment kind of thing. And I think that's what everything comes back down to. Like, however you feel in the moment and whatever your gut says you should be doing, you should probably be doing. And my gut was telling me to do something, but then the other part of me was being like, oh, but just forget about it move the fuck on. And as you do that, you kind of watch yourself fall apart because you just turn away from things. You realize that you don't need to confront people and you can just be walked all over, which is horrible. Never fucking doing this again. Honestly, I'm standing my grounds from here on out. I need to look after myself first. Another thing that can come under this is, you know, risky text. I've written a lot of risky text in the past. Uh, coincidentally, Sabrina's album, Emails I Can't Send, is called emails I can't send because she wrote a bunch of emails that she never sent to people. And I actually tried that method the other day of writing this whole email out. And it was very similar to writing a text, but it was really relieving to actually write out an email. And it was like, it was 2000 words long of how I felt about something. And I didn't send it because that, that was actually me just doing like a little, you know, exercise to try and get my feelings out. But this comes back to when you write a text to someone and you want to send it so bad and tell them what you actually think but you don't do it. And I've done this so many times, you know, I'll click on like an, a message chat on iMessage and it will have like this whole message written in. And it will be like three days after I've written that message and I read it and I'm like, oh damn, I wish I actually press send on that. I can't send it now because like I'm about to message them about something completely different. But now I'm just in this situation where I can't send it. And I'm learning that I need to just send that risky te text instead of withholding it. And you need to do that too, because f f as I said, fuck everyone. Like everybody can just go fuck off in my opinion, go fuck off. Like I don't give a flying shit. I'm here for me. Hashtag YOLO. That's the energy we need. When people say YOLO, we actually need YOLO energy. And it sounds, it's the most cringy thing somebody can ever say to you, but we need YOLO energy. <laughs> I'm going to make this like my new motto. Hashtag YOLO energy. Hashtag spread YOLO energy, not love. <laughs> Bro, who cares? Now I'm going to be reading some of so the some of the submissions I received from you guys. If you've seen on my Instagram story, I was requesting 
you guys to send some fun little submissions in that I can respond to and read out in the podcast and, you know, give advice, talk about it, answer your questions, anything that you want to talk about. Basically, you can submit it if you have a juicy story, if you want to talk shit about someone. If something is going on in your life, drop it in the submissions box. You can either go to the link in my Instagram bio or you can email me at podcast at brockvalacini.com. It's also written in the bottom of the show notes and you can send all your thoughts there. Maya says, being burnt out as a teenager. Thank you so much for sending this, Maya. You are a legend, by the way. I really appreciate that. I know you are most likely listening to this. I've been burnt out so many times and this comes back to the whole, you know, YouTube thing and stuff like that. I was creating YouTube videos for however many years, like six years maybe. And it would be through like 2018, 2018 majority actually. I've never consistently posted because I've always just prioritized quality over quantity for some reason. Just because I like to create like some big cool video, very well edited, and then I'll go on to the next one. But doing that, putting like all your time and energy into quality drains you because then it's like, oh, then you got to start the next project, the next video. And that's got to be this real big time consuming thing filled with effort, which isn't a bad thing. But as you do that for a while, you just kind of get sick of it. And in saying that quantity is the exact same. This is why you need to balance with both because quantity does the exact same thing to you. Posting too much. For example, if I posted, you know, I I actually once posted nearly every single day for a week because I was doing this little daily challenge thing. And I posted a video every single day and it was great. But then I didn't post videos for like two months after that. Because I was like, you know what? There's enough content there. (laughs) I'm burnt out from that. That's why you need a good balance between things. And this goes for school as well. If you're putting all your time into school and then you're going home and you're spending four hours studying or four hours doing homework, where are you giving your time for yourself? Obviously, there's the weekend and stuff. But if you're also spending the weekend like, oh, I'm stressing, I've got to do this assignment, I've got to do this. You need to have a balance between your life, what you want to do, hanging out with friends, family, all that stuff. And then also having the quality and being able to achieve the quantity of everything you've actually got to get done for like school and stuff like that. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a tricky topic being burnt out because there's not really any answer to it. And I feel like a lot of people try to force answers being like, you can't do this. You can't do that. As I was just saying, I think it just comes down to, you need to listen to yourself. If you're burnt out, take the break that you need. And whenever you feel most ready to get back into that, do it. Don't do it because you feel forced to. Do it because you are ready to. And if you're comfortable enough to. I think that's all I would have to say about that. Because I think that's some good advice right there. Being like, just listen to yourself. Don't. If you got a lot of people usually go on YouTube and they Google shit like, search shit like, you know, how to deal with burnout. And then you watch this like seven minute video and they're like, don't do this, 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 do this, this, this instead. That in itself is going to cause you burnout because you're putting, you're forcing things on yourself being like, oh, I have to feel this way about my burnout and I have to do this instead. Just fucking listen to yourself. Don't listen to anybody else. That's what I have to say. This is a question I was really excited to get when I seen it. I don't know who sent it through, but thank you so much to send for sending this because I really appreciated the acknowledgement in it. It says, how do you deal with doubters? I know that you're a public about your future plans and your life in the spotlight. I am in a similar boat, in brackets, big, broad plans, but afraid to talk about them with others in fear I'll look like a joke to them. How do you maintain confidence and hope? This question got me so excited because I knew I had this episode planned out and knew exactly what this was going to be about. And then I got this question through and I was like, "Ah, whoever wrote this, you get me. 
You get me so well. All I have to say is I, for so long, have worried about what everyone else thought with the whole, you know, confrontation, self-sabotage kind of thing and all that stuff. I have worried so much about what other people think of me trying to change myself to suit everyone else's perceptions, trying to adjust essentially my entire life to, I I wouldn't say benefit, I'd say more so like make other people more comfortable. That's the best way I can explain it. And a lot of people have doubted me. I still feel doubted by a lot of people, you know, my friends, I'm not, I don't want to at my friends, but like sometimes they are, we having conversations with them about, oh, like I want to make a podcast. And then they, I kind of just feel like this feeling of being looked down on, of being like, why are you bothering? You know, you're a teenager. Why are you doing this? It's kind of, you're wasting your time. That's kind of how I feel. And it's not that they are directly saying that to me. A lot of the time, doubt can just feel a little bit implied more so than someone being like, you're never going to fucking make it, all that stuff. I feel like it's very much implied. And I felt it by pretty much everyone I've ever spoken to about YouTube. I keep saying YouTube as if I don't make TikToks and shit as well. But just that stuff in general, I have felt a lot of doubt around And I get embarrassed about it because I feel when someone's doubting you and you feel like somebody looking down at you in that way, you get embarrassed and that's why you kind of fear the judgment of them. The only way I've kind of learned to talk about it recently, because it's only been the most in the most recent times that I've kind of openly actually spoken about this, especially right now, I've just gone on my Instagram story and posted complete shit because you're posting on there. And of course, someone can come up and confront you about it like the next day and question you and do whatever they want to do. But you can just post on your Instagram story, like acting as if nobody's watching it. That's what I do. I post the most absolutely insane shit on my Instagram story. Like I will, you know, if I've just like had a fight with someone, I'll post on my close friend story. Hey guys, currently crying because this is in the, this happened, and it's not that I'm looking for attention. It's just I'm just being straight up because I just act like nobody's watching it. It's literally just me venting, and I, I do the same thing with what I really want. I'm just kind of like, Oh guys, I really want to make this. I want to do this. I want to get into doing this and I am going to do it. And you're going to see me do it. And then everyone watching that kind of gets that impression. And then that kind of builds this perception around myself that I get to, I kind of get to regain and take reins over the perception in that case, because people see that and they're like, Oh, so that's how he is. Whereas in person, I'm a bit more shy in the sense of ask me about something I'd have to try and justify it in a way that makes sense. Whereas on my Instagram story, I'm just like, I want to be at the Met Gala. You know what I'm saying? And then everyone's like, oh, all right, fair enough. So then next time that person will speak to me, I feel a little bit less judged in that sense. Maintaining confidence and hope. It's just me. I'm very ambitious. It was also because I once read this book by Lily Singh. Lily, oh my God, Lily fucking Singh. I had an obsession with Lily Singh a couple of years ago. I bought her book called How to Be a Boss. And it's a really good book. It's basically about achieving your own success, making sure that you only do whatever you want to do, not giving in to everyone else. It's a really good book. It's actually, I highly recommend reading it. The thing is though, I read it when I was, I think 13, 12, 13 ish, right as I was going to into high school. And at that time I had just recently started like making YouTube videos and whatever. And Lily Singh was a big inspiration because she was quite successful at the time. And I took on that book 
as everything I need to live by. Like that was my Bible. I'm not even going to lie to you. I was reading that book and it's very much about only have one path. You don't need to have multiple paths just because other people doubt you or you think you're going to fail. Have one path. And if it fucking fails once, do it again. T, but I actually started a podcast in 2019 in March. It was called Indecisive and I'm not going to, it kind of felt like I st- I created that for the fun of it. Coincidentally enough, I was too indecisive to go through with it and I gave up and we just kind of axed it after the first episode because we were just kind of like, I eh, don't really want to do this. And it kind of, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say it's, it flopped because it did pretty well for a podcast specifically in 2019. I just wasn't feeling it and I kind of just felt like I failed with it. And now look at me, I'm back here making a podcast that I'm actually passionate about. So that's what I'm saying. You just kind of, that book, that book, for example, taught me so much about just being passionate and being very ambitious for yourself. The only reason I wish I didn't read it when I was 13-ish is because it kind of put these ideas into my head that I only needed one path. And so now every time I've gone to be like, maybe I don't want to do this. I'm like, no, 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 but I need to do this because this, I wanted to do this originally. And if I'm switching up the plans, what the fuck are you doing, Brock? What the fuck? Are you stupid? You wanted this, get it, which is a great mindset to have. But then the moment you kind of realize that you actually don't want that, you're like, no, 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 you have to, you have to have that. I think you just need to learn to know exactly what you want. And if other people around you don't agree with it, if other people don't want the same thing for you, it doesn't matter. At some point, you're going to get exactly where you want or what you want. And if right now is not the time for that, or you feel a little bit pressured that now you you have to do it right now, but right now you feel this person's too judgmental of me. I'm a little bit scared to do this because of that. If that's how you feel, work through those feelings, (laughs) work through those feelings. I sound like such a therapist right now. Work through those kind of things in your head. You need, you need to be the one that decides, right, is right now actually a good time to be doing this? Or should I just wait until I'm actually in a better mind space to be doing this and a mind space where I am more confident? If you guys have any submissions you want to send through, send them through to podcast at brockvalacini.com or the link in my Instagram bio, it will let you just send it directly through there through a submission form. Submit it there. I'll get it through and I'll try my best to get it in the next episode. we do wrap up the very first episode of this podcast. My main takeaway I want you to take away from this episode is that your vulnerability is a sabotage's best friend. You can kind of tell when people are intentionally trying to use you, right? And you need to be very aware of this because you don't realize it in the moment, but a lot of people are using your vulnerability. A lot of people know your weak spots for starters, and they are using that to their advantage, okay? They are using that to get what they want and to be in a position that they want to be in while pulling you down. Clearly been the case for me for so long now. Because nobody really has your best interest at heart. I'm going to be so honest. Nobody has your best interest. And of course people do. You know, your parents do whatever. Most of the time, unintentionally or subconsciously, a person can be like, oh my God, like I support you, whatever. But subconsciously, they're like, oh, I actually kind of hope they fail because I want to be more successful than them before them. And I am saying this because I've been in the same position where someone else has said something to me where they've been like, for example, someone will come to me and be like, can I have advice for YouTube? And I'm like, yeah, just post videos. Cause I don't want to tell them something kind of gatekeeping. This is more gatekeeping, I guess, but me being like, cause I don't 
want to tell you everything and then you get more successful than me. And it's, it comes from jealousy because people will want whatever you have. And for me, that was ambition, confidence, and to my own extent of success. And confidence is something that I worked on for so long to try and build up. And then for some, for people to, you know, and I was confident in a way of like not being able to confidently confront people, just confident in myself and my ambition and what I wanted and whatever. And then confident in my successes, my failures, every, all of that stuff. Those are the three main things people are jealous of. And when they see you having that and they want that, they're going to kind of, in a sense, pull you down a little bit. There's nothing you can really do about it. It's just that they know your weaknesses. They know your weak spots. And when you share or be vulnerable with a specific person, Jesus Christ, I couldn't get that out. You are letting them in and letting them know everything about you. And then they're, it's just subconsciously, they're finding things about you and they're like, okay, well, this, this, and this. If I do this, then they're just going to tolerate it and they're going to be considerate of me because they're a really nice person. And then- I'm going to get where I want to be. I'm going to get what I want. It might bring bring them down a little bit, but you know, we're all a bit selfish in that sense, just to try and get what we want. Especially when you ask for opinions from specific people, a lot of the time, if someone's trying to sabotage you, they're going to give you their opinion, but they're going to tell you what they want you to hear because they don't want you to be in a better position than them. And I, f- I think a lot of the time, other people's self-worth comes from dragging other people down because if somebody else is more successful than you, more ambitious, more confident, you you want to bring them down because it makes you feel, and it's not your, your fault, but it makes you feel like you are kind of wasting your time. You know, you're a bit more fucked up. Like it just kind of, you kind of have this realization of, wow, you know, me and this, this person are on the same page here, but they are so much better off and well off than me right now. So I think it's comes down to detaching from reliance on other people because the more people you have to rely on with things like this, you know, having people you go to opinions for the people that are there for you the most, the more opinions you take from them, the more vulnerability you have with them, the more seeking of advice from them and dependence on them on them for like personal decisions, the more you are going to let other people walk all over you a little bit. Okay. And I think it's great to rely, not rely on someone, have people there that you can go to because everyone needs people to go to, you know, if you're depressed, whatever, anxious and whatever, it's great to go to people. You just need to know that whatever decision you make and whatever thing you walk away doing, whatever somebody else says to you, you need to be okay with listening to somebody else's opinion, but then going, all right, well, that's a good point. You have a good point, but for me, I'm going to, you know, kind of listen to that, but I'm just going to do what I think suits me best. You need to learn from your own decisions. You can't just let other people tell you, no, this is what's going to happen. This is going to happen. Let yourself learn. If you have a different thing you want to, if you want to do things differently to what they're telling you, do that. You are going to just learn from that. And if you do end up listening to them, it might not be in your best interest. You know, if someone tells you to break up with someone, you might break up with that person and then be like later on, that person was actually telling me to break up with them because they just didn't want me to be with them. They just didn't like that person. It had nothing to do with me or my feelings. It was just because they didn't like that person. And that's kind of what I'm trying to get across here. Anybody that is listening to this and 
is supporting me, thank you so much. It, you will never know how much it truly means to me because it makes me feel so supported, but it's also this feeling of like, shit, I'm finally doing something I like. And to hear this support coming from people is incredible. See, when you finally do what makes you happy leads to good things. <laughs> A lot of things are still in the works right now. I have a online store coming. There's also a bonus show coming that will be a part of this. I'm super excited about that. It's The concept for it is so freaking cool. I'm so excited to share it with you. That's all for now. Make sure you listen to the next episode, which will be coming next Wednesday. Can't wait to see you then. I haven't done an outro in a while. Usually it's, bye guys. Make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you hit notifications. Turn on notifications every time I post. But this is different. This feels a bit more dry. Anyway, well, I'm going to go now.